0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to the Gym
1: Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero. Today, we're joined by Shelly Glasson from Step Forward Fitness in Stillwater, Oklahoma. What's up, Shelly? How are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Doing great. Thank you for coming on today. We appreciate you spending some time with us talking about Step Forward Fitness and what you guys are doing there. So let's dive in, Shelly. Um, simple question. Maybe, maybe not. Why <laughs> did you start Step Forward Fitness?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I have always been interested in fitness ever since high school. And I am now uh, pushing 55 years old. So uh, that's a lot of years of working in fitness. Right. I uh, wanted to be a track coach and all that kind of stuff when I was younger and then just decided that um, I didn't want to be gone every single weekend and got into personal training. Just basically started out as sideline money. And yep. so I could just do other things and um, got married, moved around a lot while I was married. And, you know, you can do personal training anywhere in True. in a park. So yep. it was working well and I loved it. And so I just got certified, certified. I every certification was what I needed at the time. And, uh, then I ended up planted in a town and just realized I didn't want a gym. Right. I, um, I didn't know really what I wanted. So I started personal training out of my house. I had a little kid at the time he was four right. years old. So it was real easy. Gym training, neighbors, neighborhood, yeah. and it just slowly grew into, uh, then I subleased a space from a friend, and my, my groups grew, and then I saved money for uh, a lot of land, and huh. the lot of land is where Step Forward Fitness is now at,
1: so. Oh, so you, that's very cool. So you bought the land, and yep. you built you built the building on the land. I did. First person I've talked to in a while that's done that, so let's dive into <laughs> there. That's, that's very cool. I'm obsessed with like the uh, real estate of fitness, if you will, because we need so many certain things especially in uh, your, type of, your type of facility, we have the high ceilings, which I saw, right? Mm-hmm. We need parking. Maybe if you run outside, we need a space to run or do things outside. Um, sometimes it's cool to have garage doors. So, so many mm-hmm. things like, and then there's uh, permits and the zoning piece and all these other things, right? Oh and, yeah. Um, which we could talk about for hours, I'm sure. But yeah, talk to us about that process. Cause that's, you know, we'll say unique and not many folks are doing that. Um, so you bought a piece of land, Yeah, 2000. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think you're an answer. Yeah. What year did you buy the land?
2: 2015, I bought the land and um, didn't start building on it until 2016. Okay. So um, just had the land and trying to, you know, put in my head, how did I want to use that little piece of property? It's, it's not in the central part of town. It's kind of outside of it's still in the city limits, but it's yeah. um, outside of Stillwater in a way, so nobody drives by and sees Step Forward okay. Fitness. Okay. We're down in a little cul-de-sac, and um, which gives us room to run. And uh, yeah, great. It was good enough for nice parking. Yeah. And um, then when I decided 2016, the building process started, which yeah. was a headache, but oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I'm sure it was a headache. I've been down a similar path. So like, you have zoning issues with the town, you have to zone it correctly. And uh, that, with the gym, that could be always interesting, you know, well, and every, ta- every town is different and every state is different, so.
2: Uh-oh, we froze up, Austin. I don't know if you can hear me. I can see your face, but you're frozen. There,
1: there we go. There, I back, see you. <laughs>
3: yeah, there we go. Okay. Sorry,
1: my, connection is, my connection is not fun. <laughs> Well, that's all right honest. not sure if you heard me but yeah um what kind of building did you build on that land
2: it is a metal building on oh, a cool. slab yeah
1: nice perfect Yeah. awesome yeah that's very and cool I, so,
2: and I did have it insulated and then I had yeah. uh you know it framed in yeah so it's insulated and framed so we could do things on the wall I can hang the chin up bar things are yeah. on the wall yeah.
1: all that awesome. yeah I love that yeah and what's the uh, square footage look like
2: 6,000 square feet perfect yeah
1: so it's like 60 by hundred type thing, or is yeah, it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Good job. Okay, that, was math. That, was, that was kind of easy math. I was like, I <laughs> think that's 6,000. I don't know. So awesome. So that's really cool. Yeah. So that's something unique. And um, just to saying that a little longer, because I think you know, we have a lot of listeners who are, they want to open a gym, they're just mm-hmm. getting into the industry. Um, is that a process you would recommend if, if the capital is there and the funds are there yeah. is it leasing or, or buying a building that's already open and in place?
2: I'm glad that I own mine. Um, I did, I did renting for a while and just, you know, you don't, you you don't have your asset when you do that. So if you have can build up and I saved for a while. I mean, it was not like um, overnight, I saved up and that was my goal was to be able to do this and um, it just worked out for me. So, you know, I feel like that was
1: a blessing. Oh, yeah, that's huge. No, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, to own your own building is, because is, uh, then you have a real asset, you know, like if you ever want to go sell this thing, you actually have yeah. an asset to sell yeah. a valuable one. You know, I, I'm i not sure if I told you, yeah, I think I told you, I sold two of my businesses. And, you know, when you're selling a business and the building you don't own, it's very hard to come to a valuation for that. Yeah. You know? Because like, you have clients, but if you don't have contracts, you really don't. You have equipment, yeah. that appreciates, right? So like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just like for you know exit strategy mindset if you're ever thinking that or anybody listening, it's, it's a great asset to have, you know, down mm-hmm. the road. So, uh Shelly, when you when you built a building, how many clients did you already have when you made that when you made that move from the, the house to the building? I had
2: about 30. Cool. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Hey, it's better than zero. Thirty is pretty solid yeah. start. So,
2: it was funny good. when we all went into that real big building. And it was just the 30 of us as our yeah. first little group it was yeah we were like what
1: are we gonna do with this yeah 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 it feels massive right but I'm sure it gets smaller as you add members and add a commitment 6,000 square feet feels like oh I'll never have to do anything else but it's it's funny how it tightens up as we grow which is a good thing but um let's dive into a step forward fitness so just talk to us about the services that you offer and um then we'll go from there
2: Basically it, we focus on group training and so all types of variety of group training, but it's still under personal, I guess, supervision. I write all the workouts since, you know, it's, I'm the main trainer and I write all the workouts. So I structure on Monday through Friday, you know, for their body parts and their cardio and all of that. And they just have to show up and they book, they book their appointment and come in um, just recently I've started incorporating other things which is uh, I would say for me it's a challenge to uh, but I'm adapting to that because it's needed right. but right. I'm very OCD and very type A and I like things in a structured way so yeah but I'm at to a point now of growth that I need all these I need new things that yeah. I'm not good at
1: <laughs> sure. oh, I hear you well yeah what kind of new things are you referring to
2: well, let's just say, um, let's say like a Zumba class. Okay. You know, normally I'm a personal training gym that trains group people. So we do right. weights and things like that. Well, I don't do Zumba, so, but people right. like it. So I found a Zumba instructor. So we've, right. we're adding things like that to the, okay. this, the, the norm, I guess for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no. For, yeah. And, uh, Group training to personal training, majority, like high majority is clients are doing the group training piece, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they come for
2: that. That's the main
1: thing. Uh, Any thoughts of looking to grow the personal training department at all? Or or do you kind of like how it is right now?
2: I personally like how it is for me, but I do want to open it up for other trainers to come in and do their training. So I have a few that are doing that. And um, when I meet with a first timer, I, of course, guide them to the group training because that's the uh, the bread, the bread basket of step forward. But some people need that one on one, especially in the beginning. You know, they can't just jump in a group class. They don't know how to do a bent over row. You know, (laughs) you need to learn. So we do offer those type of things so they can learn (laughs) before they just get stuck in a class.
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah. I want to dive into that a little deeper here in a minute, but I want to first talk about what you've done and what you're doing now to like market the business, to like get your message out there to you know your local area and mm-hmm. maybe beyond. So, what does marketing look like for you guys at Step Forward, Shelly? What have you done? What's worked? What hasn't worked? Um, it's predominantly
2: okay. word of mouth. Predominantly, sure, sure. this Stillwater, Oklahoma, is not a huge town. It's uh, also a big university town for Oklahoma State University. I don't target the college student population, yeah. um, so I target all the, the adults, but it's Facebook, Instagram, you wouldn't know it if you went to my page, I mean, so,
0: <laughs> you know, it's so like you. I have I like tons to. of
2: likes, a billion yeah. people like my page, nothing like that, but people do see it here locally, and they kind of share it here and there, and um, do a little bit with the local newspaper, okay. but majority is just word of mouth.
1: okay. Yeah, a few things there for sure. Word of mouth is always good, right? Like our clients can be our best marketers for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Facebook, uh, a couple of things. So with the Facebook and Instagram, have you ever tried any like digital marketing, paid advertising? Have you ever d- gone down that route?
2: I've done some Facebook where I've paid okay. Facebook advertising. Um, I've not done that on Instagram and uh, just with the local paper I have. But other than that, no.
1: Any success there or not so much?
2: Really, not so much. I'm um, not. I, I'd never noticed that it was that I gained back the money I just spent. Sure,
1: sure. What well, um, Shelly, like with that marketing piece, you know, I always think we have to be pretty much constantly marketing our. You know, the fitness landscape is pretty flooded, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on where we are, where we are in the country, some more than others. Our town and our localities we're in. What kind of in the ballpark? You're like. Um, budgeting for these paid ads we're doing was like $5 and boost the post or was it like 100 mm-hmm. a month? What did that look like for you?
2: No, it was less than 100 a month, Okay. really. Okay. I, I don't, since I don't find that much uh, prosper sure. from it, I just sure. have a hard time wanting to do it.
1: Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. So word of mouth we like, and we've grown to what, 160 members, right? Right now that are active in the gym. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So say I... I do see a Facebook post, or I just uh, a friend tells me about your space, and I want to start. You kind of talked about this a few minutes ago, but what does that like client intake process look like for the new person coming in? Because you know it's intimidating to come into a gym, Mm -hmm. and I may have never worked (laughs) out before or did something totally different. You know, so what does that new Mm -hmm. client uh, intake process look like for you?
2: I like to meet with them one on one, and uh, just so they can get to know me. At since. You know, I'm the main personality of the facility. They they feel more comfortable with me than their first visit in. They already kind of know what to expect. And I kind of can know what is going on with them physically and mentally, where they're at, what roadblocks they have, um, any of their injuries or, you know, fears. You know, "Ah, I've been to a gym or especially a group fitness. You know, they always think that everyone at group fitness is going to be, I don't know, buff (laughs) just to let them know that it's not that way and then then get them to set their first appointment and come in and um, I may not be the one leading that group for the day but um, I want them to know that um, feel comfortable know what to do when they walk in the door
1: right right okay and then you talked about earlier um, when they do walk in uh, some people do need that personal training right so you may guide those those individuals that 10 percent 20 percent towards Mm -hmm. that in that initial meeting right
2: yes so we'll do a few um, sessions and you know I'll let them pick too it's not like I'm going to be there I'm not going to be bossy but in the beginning people that might not really know what they need and you know I know you need a few personal sessions to learn how to do some basic moves that we will be doing you know a squat rows things like that and uh, they meet with the trainer and that helps them just feel a little bit more comfortable because their trainer is probably going to be leading one of their groups at some point point. So um, then they feel much better about
1: yeah. booking, booking their appointments. For sure, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always thought that first three months that a client is in our gym is like vital importance. You know, it's hard enough to get people to come in the, in the front door, right? So we get them in there. Like We have to really nurture that person. Um, is there anything that you guys are doing to, say, nurture say nurture those, yeah. Yeah. those members that first three months like more communication or like Facebook groups or texting mm-hmm. what is it like for that new client process or say their first 90 days uh, in your gym
2: yeah just pretty much what you said we have a yeah. closed Facebook group so once they join I automatically put them in our closed group and in our cl- closed group we've got videos of workouts we've got just written workouts we got people commenting funny things strange things asking questions uh, somebody's breakfast just to kind of get them in there to know that they can that that there's a group of people that they can they're a part of now right and um, I text all the time I use one of those group texting apps so that even if I text them nobody gets all the replies so I could text 100 people at once and Yeah, They don't, you know, so So, I do that a lot every day. If someone misses the workout, I text them.
1: Nice. Nice. Okay. And have you, have you seen a carryover with doing that to like keeping these people engaged and keeping them as a member longer?
2: Yes, I do. People tell, they, I hear people say, well, if you don't come, she's going to text you,
1: (laughs) you know, so that's
2: accountability and that, you know, like, oh, well, that's good. I need that. Yes. And uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, accountability is you know part of our job too. Obviously, besides just the fitness piece, you know, like we're definitely in the business of accountability and relationship building. I think that's <laughs> everything for retention, unless the person moves across across the country or you know yeah. what have you. So uh, retention inside the gym, Shelley, do you track how long an average person stays, like the lifetime, um, the lifetime of their of their membership. You guys track that and see what the average person person is staying for?
2: Yeah. You know, it, in a roundabout way um, I would have to say that 90% of my people have been with me for four years.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very and then, good. The,
2: then, then you have those that make it one year or six months yeah. and I text them and you know, you're like trying to wheel them back in, wonder what happened, what's going on? Why'd you fall off? What did, what can we do to help? And then yeah. you just have to let them go.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you see any trends there? Anything that like makes people, the people stop or is it, you know, what have you seen from, from your perspective? Just the trends of, of why is it moving or is it like injury or is it just, you know, <laughs> lifestyle habit, you know?
2: I think it's just uh, for me, it's, it's the lack of making it a habit. Right. And it's just hard and they get busy and then they let other things take precedence and they lose their priority. And it, yeah. the, the workout just gets pushed down and down
1: for sure. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how do we better help people become disciplined to do it? You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, that they're just going to make it a priority. Like, it's not even a thought, you know, like we always have time to go watch Netflix. Like we, we, again, it's like, what <laughs> yeah. the, you Don't even think about it. It's like, how can we get those last few people to really commit to that discipline of, you know, uh, you know getting to go to the gym every day not even like a thought it's Like i get i get to go and do it which is which is incredible exactly that's always a struggle and always looking for ways to best do that and get that message out there so mm-hmm. that being said um the stand is client engagement piece shelly do you guys do any events in the club or out of the club you know to make that community tighter knit mm-hmm. and, um, you know you've had 90% of people staying at least 4 years which is incredible yeah. so i'm sure you guys are doing something there in the club you know to make that community tighter yeah and stronger.
3: We
2: wear my zone heart rate monitors, okay. and um, when they walk into the building, it puts them up on a big TV screen, so you can see what they're doing with their heart rates doing, but yeah. we do little challenges and okay. it just may be a day challenge, it could be a week challenge, and you know they get, they get to win little things here and there and get that big they won. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in the leaders club yeah. or something. <laughs> we do that, and um, really not that's pretty okay. much it um, okay.
1: yeah you guys have any like as awesome the challenges i love you know uh for many different reasons do you guys do any like uh, events out of the gym where people come together like uh, park workouts or you know, christmas party cookout summer thing anything yeah. like that
2: we haven't done any christmas party workouts but some people have suggested that like this year okay. maybe we could do something like that um, cool. we have done a movie night where we put a movie up on the big screen and uh, ride oh, bikes
1: yeah awesome yeah
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's
1: that,
2: cool. yeah
1: I think that's we've I think done that's some stuff. things oh go ahead yeah no sorry yeah I think that stuff just goes a long way you know as far as keeping uh members engaged within our clubs and making our club like a, a destination location where people want to mm-hmm. go you know like that's yeah. a massive part of it it's not just working out it's like so much so yeah. much more, you know it's like People go to work, they go home, and then they go to the gym. So, like, if we make mm-hmm. that gym, like, a massive part, I think it's incredible. So, um, that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, the movie night I love. And then, with the members you have in place uh, currently, do you offer Shelly any like ascension services or like upsell services like nutrition or um, supplement sales? Or, you know, we t- kind of talk about accountability a little bit. Is there anything else on top of the group membership where you can ascend them to increase their you know, yeah. lifetime value as a member?
2: Yeah, we'll do nutrition things. Okay. Um, and basically, it's like I just – they need guidance. right? So it's kind of a guidance counseling, and um, I just can sit down with them. Sometimes I just go into mm-hmm. my office, and there's, like, nutrition journals all on my desk. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay, it looks like
3: we got some yeah. – we got meal plans
2: to look at <laughs> right. but when they know they can do that and they are comfortable with um with it to make some changes because not everybody can do that you know yeah. it's yeah. one little baby steps sure and sure. so when they get to that nutrition part that's when as you know that's when their changes are going to happen
1: oh for sure get yeah. the food
2: under control um that's probably about it i do body comp checks and measurements yeah. and weights but i don't force that They just know that it is part of it and it's not an extra cost. I do it it. because, you know, it's just important to kind of keep check on what you're doing.
1: Sure, sure. So, yeah, we have. uh, So that's all part of the membership, right? The nutrition piece, the uh, body comp checks. Yeah. Any any supplement sales at all? Have have you tried it or ever gone down that road?
2: I have not gone down that road.
1: Okay. Okay. Do people ever ask about it?
2: They do. And I, you know, I tell them I drink a protein shake or this or that, but I just haven't gotten into selling it. So people come and they ask me about it and we talk about it and just, you know, I do try to guide them towards healthy food choices first that, you know, I mean, it is supplements. And I do find supplements need their place and they have a place. But Mm -hmm. if you need to lose 80 pounds, you need to work on your diet more than you need to go spend your money on a protein shake yeah this Is my opinion
1: <laughs> sure, for sure yeah I totally understand yeah I totally get it um so let's talk next step for step forward. that's kind of goes together yeah. right so uh <laughs> what's the next step for you where's your main focus right now and then for the next we'll say year you know next 12 months yeah like a big goal we're trying to achieve or where would you love to be a year from now in terms of like the business you know where we, we already have yeah. a building great right, that we own which is awesome what is like the next thing you're looking to do here
3: yeah.
2: Well, the one thing about building your own space is I would just back up a little bit is to foresight of your growth. Yeah, because I have a very big space, but well, you know, I've added and added now I'm out of walls. Right. <laughs> so right. like, I need an octagon, you know, I need more right. walls. But what we've I try to add something every year is like their Christmas present. We get something. Yeah. So um, we've added kettlebells this year. So we're learning kettlebells and, you know, things like that we're adding in. But my growth is basically to be the place in Stillwater that has the greatest variety of group fitness, group training with qualified trainers and, you know, not that I'm knocking Zumba instructors at all, right. but you know, as my right. Zumba instructor can't train my weight class.
3: Right. She's right. a Zumba
2: instructor. So you know, right. to have the trainers that will be there to do the, the training part and uh, just incorporate more time because that's a big space to be empty during the daytime. So yeah. Yeah. I've got lots of room to grow. I, over the next few years, I would like to see double growth in my membership. Sure. um you know doing we survived COVID and 2021 was still just a weird year too
3: yeah. you
2: know so it's like 2022 now it's like I feel like people are really starting to feel a little normal and um coming in more and more so just yeah, working on that
1: yeah I love that to be like the uh I wrote it down here as they are talking like the mecca of fitness in Stillwater, basically mm-hmm. what is the let's just talk about that area a little bit I know you said it's a you know, K-State's there, right? Or Oklahoma State, yeah. sorry. Yeah, state.
2: yeah, that's all right.
1: Yeah. I apologize. I'm very, very um, Kansas right above you guys, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Kansas is the one state I, in the whole country I've never been to, the only one. <laughs> but um, so, uh, what was I going to say there? Yeah, what is the demographic? I know, so as a college child, so it's probably kind of transient as far as the kids yeah. coming in and out. What is the population of Stillwater look like? And around here, what is like the other other gyms look like or any kind of competition around you look like so the competitive landscape yeah
2: there's about forty-five thousand people here and i'm not sure if that includes the students okay so um and it's a very uh i would say hip college town you know and young people but um it's a lot of local owners on gyms so there's several gyms that you know i don't consider my place really a gym because i don't have gym equipment i don't have you know we have spin bikes is the only really piece of equipment i would say we have okay Um, the rest is all dumbbells for us got it um yeah and so there's a couple of gyms and so you know it's not like i don't consider them my competitor and they don't consider me competitor because it's different um we have some a yoga studio in town which yoga is not my thing either so um if someone calls me looking for yoga or gym, I've got places to tell them. This last couple of years, right before COVID hit, right before 2020, we had two franchises move in. So we had a Planet Fitness move to Stillwater and an Orange Theory move to yeah. Stillwater. Yeah. So those are the, the biggies, you know, because right. Planet right. Fitness is inexpensive, fairly. And then Orange Theory, I would consider, is probably the closest place in town that would be what I would compete with right and you know that's that's where we're at (laughs) and they're right in the middle of town
1: (laughs) how far are they from you miles mileage wise or or time wise
2: they're probably 10 minutes away you know just because of the way the the traffic flows
1: sure sure they're
2: down in the middle of where you would drive by and see it yeah So they got a they've got
1: prime location really yeah which is what they do as a franchise you know but the good part about having an independent gym like yourself you have the freedom and flexibility to do what you want and you can kind of mm-hmm. change on a dime where they cannot you know they have right. to have every uniform from uh the gym in stillwater to the gym in uh hartford connecticut you know it's got to mm-hmm. be exactly the same so yeah. like i think that's a problem um <laughs> it can be a problem and so, sometimes um one of the reasons why i never bought into a franchise you know because you cannot adapt quickly mm-hmm. it, I think you have to be able to adapt quickly yeah. because it's growing massively, you know. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you Shelly sharing your kind of competitive landscape and what the town there looks like, you know, just from a population standpoint and um so yeah, I'm seeing your gym is a uh, pretty open space, so like not much big equipment that takes up use to take that right. Takes up right? What is like your class schedule look like right now like like uh like today? What is like the class breakdown look like for you
2: it is we have 5 a.m 6 a.m 7 a.m okay 9 a.m 10 a.m No, oh. and then we break down to the evening then about 5 6 30 and that's it
1: okay yeah cool one two three four five so like seven classes a day right 35 mm-hmm. what about yeah. your, what did your weekends look like
2: we do two classes on saturday and we're closed on sunday
1: Got it. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. that's good to know. So we are. Our goal here is now, uh, you know, maybe to double our members here in the fruit in the near future, right? To be the place to be in Stillwater. Do you have see any challenges preventing you from doing that, or have you faced any challenges uh, lately? Obviously, COVID is a challenge for everybody, so take that out of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. So any challenges you're facing now? You guys are trying to work through or around, or any challenges you foresee? In trying to grow to this level that you want to get to
2: my biggest challenge i think personally is finding the trainers that have what i'm looking for yeah since it's a, a young town you know the trainers will come They're college-ish age um and not that that's bad a lot of those are my interns so i do use interns from the university but then when they want to become a trainer they're still young and need guidance so yeah. then, you know, I'm coaching them and teaching them and then they they
1: move.
2: Right, so. right. That so <laughs> that's a lot. my biggest like,
3: challenge. Yeah.
1: I've, yeah, like you're not the only one. That's probably the overwhelming majority right now. When I ask that question, is the response I get, which is very interesting, you know? It's like, uh, I've been, at, well, and I'm sure you have too, have been on kind of both sides of that coin, like being, working for somebody, then having your own space. So mm-hmm. yes, it is tough to find trainers that, have the passion and the discipline and the desire to like to to do you know to work within our facilities do you, do you foresee any is the issue just been like do you have a younger town there and people move out is that yeah. the biggest yeah okay
2: that's the biggest thing you'll train them up you know, you, you, they'll be there and you just get yeah. them where they're like ah oh. then moving they move home, to yeah. colorado <laughs> right.
1: everybody's moving there yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah so, uh... <laughs> All right, last question for you, Shella, just because you've been doing this for a little bit of time here and um, I didn't prepare you at all for this, so totally off the cuff. what is? <laughs> how do you define success within your business? What does that look like for you?
2: For me, success is I am passionate about making someone feel better after they leave my presence. And okay. once they're with me, I want them to be drawn in and when they leave, they're like, God, I feel good. You know, yeah. that's just, that's my goal every day. I don't, and that is what's given me success is the way I make people feel or help make them feel.
1: Yeah, well, that's awesome. Basically give them like the best hour of their day, you know, like mm-hmm. which is incredible. Beautiful. So I love it. Great place to wrap this thing up. I think uh, I think I that's really well said. Shelly, where can we check you out? Listeners check you out on, on your social media, your website, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, social media is a uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, and then my website is stepforwardfitness.com. dot com, and uh, Facebook is stepforwardfitness, Facebook slashy
1: thing, and Instagram stepforwardfitness. <laughs> easy, easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. I love the name too. Any any reason you chose that name? Well, well I'm sure there was. What is the yeah. reason you chose that name?
2: The main reason I chose it was um, my dad, when I was young, always was told me that, you know, I was to step forward, be the one, stand firm, believe in what you're doing and don't follow the crowd. And it just, when it came down, I needed a storefront name. Yeah. It's just what came to me.
1: That's awesome. I love that. That's very cool. I should have asked that in the beginning. That's great. That's perfect. (laughs) So uh, really cool. Really cool. So Shelly, thank you so much for uh,
2: spending some
1: time today showcasing your gym and your story. We really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Great. I enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. And to all the listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe, be notified for future episodes. And as always, until next time, Jim lords, we are out.
0: Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money,
4: what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of the Jim lords podcast i'll be your host today my name is alex beck and joining us on the show is sharon peluso from the training center out of mars pennsylvania what's going on sharon welcome to the show how are you doing today
5: I'm doing great, Alex. Thanks for inviting me. This is a wonderful opportunity. thank you so
4: much. Of course, of course. And the same for you. We appreciate you for joining and, you know, giving some of your time out of that busy gym owner life to be here with us. Um, But perfect. Let's not waste any time here getting into the nitty gritty, but uh, how did you get started? What is it that, you know, made you want to get started with owning your own gym?
5: Well, uh, long story short, I've uh, been a competitive athlete most of my life and ended up running some fitness facilities on the Eastern Seaboard, New Jersey specifically. I was with ACE and AFA and was their consultant. That I, my responsibility was Eastern Seaboard as far as training um, and then um, certifying all the aerobics and fitness instructors. So when uh, with the management situation in New Jersey, I got a phone call from my parents saying that my dad had been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. So that brought me back home. I uh, left my life, left everything there, and started over here. Fortunately, my father survived. So that was wonderful, but this was my dad. So you know there was no question.
3: Right. So right. then I
5: started I started working and quickly then started managing a few facilities here. And the unfortunate part is they both closed. Uh, one unfortunately lost funding from Blue Cross and Blue Shield. The second one the owner absconded in the dark of night, with all the funds, and went back to, to uh, Texas. So at that point, I just went. You know what? I think I can do this. And uh, so did my due diligence. Um, you know, prepared my wonderful business plan. Went to all sorts of banks, and finally got the funding and started my first gym, which was in 1997, and it was a 17,000 square foot facility that uh, was 1.2 million.
4: There you go. Awesome. Awesome. So you just kind of took, you know, the leap of faith into gym ownership here. And, you know, it kind of it attaches to to what your passion is originally, which was competing, um, you know, being an athlete yourself. Uh, But awesome. So so that leads me to my next uh, point right here. Uh, Why don't you give the listeners an elevator pitch of the fitness center and the services that you guys offer?
5: Alrighty. Uh, The training center is a very unique boutique facility. Uh, We're a small facility that we are truly personalized. Our classes are small between five to 12 members and with the membership all the classes are included except spin. Uh, We have a great value because with that membership fee there's a nutritional consultation. We do a Fitness Battery of Testing, where we do everything um, from submax, cardiovascular, as far as treadmill testing is concerned, circumference, body fat measurements. And then uh, we have you journal for a week, everything you eat and drink down to a Tic-Tac, quantities and times. And then we gather all that information after you fill out then an additional health screen. And then we design a program for you. So that's all included in the membership. And then every ten to twelve weeks, we revamp all of that. Do the retesting, so you keep progressing towards
4: your goals. Awesome, awesome. So you're uh, offering a lot of different services here. Uh, you know, a diff- uh, providing a lot of value to your members. Uh, is your base membership what you're what you're pushing to? You know, the general public, someone who comes in that's interested to your gym. Is it a group class package that includes nutrition and accountability? Um, Because I know you do open gym membership as well. Uh, Do you have lower levels of membership?
5: We do not. We do not. I, you know, want to just keep everything very simple. And uh, so we just have the one tier of membership as far as we do, you know, single couple families. And uh, we have anywhere from 14-year-olds to, I think, 88 is our oldest member
4: at the moment. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And how many members are you currently serving right now? We're currently serving about
5: 420.
4: 420. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so you're sitting at, you know, 420 members. Um, I do always like to ask, is that number a place where you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces?
5: No, we're, we're definitely trying to hit the gas. And what's nice is with the summer and here that we have so many, you know, the short season in Pennsylvania as far as summertime, um, everyone is now coming to the gyms to get in shape for summer, you know, or for their vacations going south or west or to Europe or whatever. So um, it's a nice little window that we, we get usually a, a nice influx of members at the end of May, or beginning of June.
4: Awesome. Awesome. So, so since you are wanting to see some new faces, you know, help some more people, um, what are you kind of actively doing right now to aid that growth process?
5: Well, we have, we have such a wonderful membership that we call it our fitness family because we truly are. One of our members approached me about four months ago and said, Sharon, I want to put an ad in the local Um, directory for the two churches that he goes back and forth between and I just said you know really he said yes I want to do this for you so we have that and that reaches probably about 10,000 parishioners a month and right in our corridor and then I do do a weekly or a monthly um, ad which is the 228 corridor which is where our facility is located it's the main thoroughfare uh, in our area so that targets most of the homes and the businesses. Uh-huh. Then of course we do, you know, the things on Facebook and uh, Google ads. Um, occasionally not as often uh, with that. And then of course the best, our best line of marketing is organic as far as word of mouth.
4: Okay, Okay. Yeah. awesome, awesome. So so since, um, you know, are you able to track the results? Let's say when you have new signups, do you know where their members are coming from? Or yes. you know, bringing a majority of your members?
5: yes that's part of our uh, initial um fill, uh, form that they fill out as far right. as uh, you know for membership and that's right. the very last line is how did you hear about us because it's very important when you're a small business uh, you know entrepreneur that you need to have your marketing dollars go to you know the best bang that you can
4: right the stuff that's working for you um right. that's what i always tell people I, I i do talk you know to a lot of gym owners a lot of them who don't always track their numbers or don't track the right numbers. Right. And, and, and the numbers aren't always a bad thing. It's just, you know, something to, to see what you could improve on or, you know, pick what's working best for you. Um, exactly. But cool. So you said you tried a little bit of paid advertising stuff like Facebook ads, Instagram ads. Um, how, did, how does that work out for you?
5: It's worked out very well, Oh we haven't done Instagram. We did Google and Facebook. Google
4: so Facebook. Um,
5: yeah, they've done very, very well. Um, and actually we did a couple of years ago, right after, well, a year and a half ago, right after COVID, um, to let people know we're back open and, you know, different things. So,
4: right. Right. Did did you run those yourself or did you hire like, like, I don't know, like an outside team to, to do run the ads for you?
5: No, I do that all myself, you know, wear many different hats. Um, I do everything at the gym except for the year end, as far as taxes, you know, payroll, profit and loss, um, and everything. So you know, no. you, you learn to do things very quickly. Yeah, yeah,
4: no, we talked about this before we started recording, just, you know, sometimes having to wear all the different hats or, or learn things that you never planned on needing to learn right when you mm-hmm. started your business. Um, even myself, I mean, I first started running Facebook ads and Instagram ads in, in 2016. And it, it definitely took me a year of trial and error and probably losing more money Um, than I was making before, Mm -hmm. you know, I figured out my marketing angle, how to market correctly. Um, Yeah, but definitely, but once you do figure it out, it is all that much better for you, um, an extra tool for you to have, because I don't know, I guess what I would say the bad thing about referrals, you know, and relying on word of mouth is, um, you know, it's hard to, to make a game plan for growth out of that, right? Um, Because Mm -hmm. although, let's say, Last month, you were able to get 10 new members in through referrals, through word of mouth. Um, you can't really plan for the coming months for, you know, the next three months, you'll be able to see the same amount of growth. Um, so that's just something that I've seen across the board, how
5: mm-hmm. having like
4: a lead gen system doing those digital ads, it it's really is a game changer.
5: Yes. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. what we do too, a couple of times during the year, we do a month of like bring a buddy
4: yeah.
5: and everyone okay. that brings someone, you know, that they, then they're in the, the drawing for, you know, a gift certificate to wherever. So awesome. that's another thing that we do as far as not just straight referrals, but it's a little competition that we have during, you know, in the gym about three yeah. times during the year
4: important to keep the community intact as well. Um, now I said that you're, I I know you said that your, you know, your goal is to, to grow your membership this year. Um, how many clients do you think you could hypothetically handle
5: as far as memberships?
4: Yeah. I mean, pretty much like what's your goal? What's that number? Um, you know, when, when you see this number, you're like, okay, that that's where I need to get to where, you know, I'll be comfortable at, or, you know, be the most profitable.
5: Mm -hmm. I'd like to see it somewhere in looking at all the metrics, um, it would be 600 to be, you know, just really just sitting on easy street, shall we say. So uh, we're at 420 now. So we have a little way to go.
4: Awesome. Awesome. Now, perfect, perfect. So a question that I do like to ask here, just because I think it's a good way for you to reflect on, you know, the past 10 years that you've been a gym owner. um, But what was something that was easier than you thought when it came to starting your facility and what was something that was more difficult, um, you know, difficult when it came to starting your business?
5: Mm, Good question, because this is my second time around. So um, with my first gym, um, you know, really what was difficult there was all the research. And as far as the due diligence, it was a year and a half as far as writing the business plan and things, but the community was just, you know, and when you do your due diligence as far as you know what you need to break even, uh, what all your costs are, you really have to to think long and hard and factor all that in as far as salaries. You know, how many staff you're going to have to support things, um, utilities, insurances, all that stuff. And you really, really have to dig down and, and get all those numbers so you know exactly what your bottom line is going to be. Right. So that was probably the hardest thing initially, but that carried over, so it really wasn't that difficult for the second, um, the second gym, which is the training center. Um, probably the easiest thing was just, you know, how quickly we developed a sense of, of, of community of, of truly family, because we just have, you know, I've said it a million times, just such wonderful members that will do anything to help the gym grow and progress.
4: Awesome. I love it. I love it. And now what, what what's your client journey? Like what's your, you know, your sales process, let's say, You get someone who maybe heard of you on a radio magazine and, um, you know, they come into your facility. What's your process to turning them into a paid member?
5: You know, actually, there's not a process per se okay we we have had very few people when you come into the gym it's more like you immediately know yes this is home um we have a seven-day free trial so people can try the gym and i do a mini orientation with them you know with that they can do all the classes in that week and it really i mean we are no pressure sales because yeah. well you walk into the gym and it's just like okay yeah this is where i want to be this is what i want to do
4: no definitely definitely and are, are you able to track like you know, your conversion rate from the people who decide to take that free seven-day class that turn into, um, you know, paid members?
5: Yes, we are about a
4: 92%. Awesome, awesome. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So so who does the selling currently? I know you have um, a team, a small team that's hired as well, for, like about 14 trainers, correct? Um, correct. Do you have like a sales associate team as well? Or is it just the front desk person? Do you do it?
5: I do most of it. Um, But it's usually if I'm not there, it's the front desk person. Yes.
4: Do you ever want to, you know, get to a point, are you trying to get to a point at least to to take a step away from, you know, that role, maybe like day-to-day training, working the front, um, you know, front desk, making the sales, um, you know, and being able to focus more so on the business.
5: Not really. The only reason I'm saying that is because with, just my vast background with me talking to everybody, Kim, because we have people, I mean, I'm training one woman that was um, a quadriplegic and now is still partially paralyzed. You know, I have such a, a, a vast cadre of personal training clients and members that they want to talk to me as far as that one-on-one or for me to be able to give them that expert you know, advice or be able to say, listen, this is what we can do. This is how we're going to progress. And the rest of the staff really doesn't have that knowledge. So, it, it really helps. And also it it cements that one-on-one connection immediately with the members when they walk in.
4: Definitely, definitely. And and, and another question that I do like to ask here is, you know, if you could wave, let's say a magic wand, essentially a magic business wand um, Mm -hmm. and have your business be in the exact position that you want it. um, What would that look like to you?
5: Uh, Probably three or four additional personal trainers and, um, it just really more members,
4: more members. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, and cu- touching back to your point about, you know, still being involved in the day to day it's, it really is a skill within its own to be able to look at the things that, you know, all these responsibilities that you have as a business owner and focus on the things that move the needle forward, the things that, mm-hmm. you know, keep your members intact. So for you, if that is being on the floor, being there, training people, changing lives still, you know, then that, that's where you should be. So, that, so that's awesome to see that you are still involved with that as well.
5: Yeah, It's, you know, it's truly my passion. I started out with my degree in health and phys ed, then my master's in exercise physiology and didn't know which way I wanted to go. And uh, actually had a knee surgery here in, in Pittsburgh with one of the renowned surgeons and he had said to me, you know, Sharon, what are you doing? And that was when I was looking for this funding for my first gym. And he said, well, if, you, if that doesn't follow through for you, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to go back to school and get another master's in physical therapy and open up my own practice to deal with college and professional athletes. He said, well, if you do that, I want you to join my facility. So, you know, that's kind of been my bent. And, uh, you know, it, it has such a wide gamut from, you know, just your average exerciser to really very specific need members.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, touching a little bit on, on the layers of service that you offer, you guys really are providing a lot for your members. Um, it, it really seems like almost a one stop shop, all included a place where you want to go, um, where where someone really cares about you, where, you know, you feel at home more so than these big box gyms. Um, Mm -hmm. What type of services are you offering, you know I know you're doing group training and private training as well what else could members get do you do things like supplements nutrition accountability.
5: Yes, Uh, we don't do any supplements, we do nutrition, Um, we have, you know, various uh, protein drinks and things like that that we sell. We're not big into anything like that. That's part of the nutritional consultation and evaluation that we do that I do one on one with all the members and recommending different things, you know, actually, you know, get their blood work from the docs and see what they're doing if they have any deficiencies there, you know, talking to them because it's something that really physicians don't really know about. They have one semester of nutrition but it's not in the wheelhouse there you know with their specialty uh, or their specificity inside their their practice so um, that's something that I do and really to the nth degree with that um, the testing is another thing a lot of people come in and it's a whole battery of testing people think you know what are your goals well I want to increase Um, upper body strength or I want to get better core strength but when we test them their body strength is good however flexibility is extremely poor cardiovascular conditioning is poor so it's something that's really much an eye-opener for them to say oh gee you know this is what I would have thought but yet in the testing this is what we see that you need to do so um, you know it's really those things plus of course the accountability. I mean, that's the main thing yeah. that people are beholding that, you know, because so many people will say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but they don't. And when they have someone that they have to come and talk to or, or be seen or, you know, in a class or personal training, then it is much easier for them to get into their, that routine.
4: Yes, I agree. I agree, and it's important for you know the gym could be a scary place for a lot of people. Um, So, so being able to provide that um, accountability for your members, I'm sure it's it's huge for them. Um,
5: Yeah, and Alex, I've always it's interesting you write uh, that you hit on that as far as you know scary. I've always said the most difficult thing, first of all, is to get from your door to our door. But the most scary thing is to walk through those doors, especially if you're a first-time exerciser, because you have no idea what to do with this stuff that's in there. Yeah. And, you know, especially if you, if you don't look the part of an athlete or that you're in, you know, shape or you're just an ectomorph so you're thin. But right. if someone is very overweight, it is very scary to walk in the psychological aspects. So we really do a lot of hand-holding, and to whatever degree you need to do that, we do.
4: Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. And when we touched a little bit on your goals as well for this year, right? Um, We know that you were looking to increase your membership, hire a couple more trainers. Um, What would you say is the biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now um, as far as continuing to increase your membership? Uh,
5: Good question. Um, Really, it's just getting out there, get our name, getting our name out there more right. as far as, you know, what can we do? What's the best vehicle to really get into the homes uh, with folks to know that we're there?
4: Most definitely. Definitely. Okay, perfect. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode, Sharon. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your social media pages, um, just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym.
5: Sure. Absolutely. Love to. Uh, it's very, very simple. The website is uh, www.thetrainingcenter and center is spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, Mars.com.
4: Yes, you guys, make sure you check them out. Sharon Peluso from The Training Center out of Mars, Pennsylvania. I appreciate you once again. I look forward to seeing um, you know what you could accomplish down the road. Um, but to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, As for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out.
0: Now stick around for the rest of this episode.
5: Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders.
1: Welcome back everybody to the Gym Lords podcast where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Sonny and Lindsay from The Spot in Eastland, Texas. How are we doing today, guys?
6: Great.
1: Good. awesome doing great doing great thank you guys for coming on and spend some time with us we figured out zoom which is always you know my nightmare so i, I love it so appreciate appreciate that and uh so let's get started so could have done anything in the world right it could have been we could have been x y and z why do we find open a gym here and i know we've been open for like a year or, or so right give or take a few months mm-hmm.
7: a so, year uh, so,
1: last month awesome beautiful so yeah congrats on that first year especially coming out of uh you know covid here and all that stuff so Uh, Talk to us about why you decided to open a gym and uh, why was this the right time?
6: So, I started working out when I was 19, which was quite a while ago, and uh, just always wanted a gym. Yeah. So, I got in the oil industry for a while, and 22 years, COVID hit. Figured, well, now's the time to do
1: it. So, moved to a little town and got started. Nice. I'll see you guys. You guys moved to Eastland from where you were before. So, I did. She's from. I'm from the, go, the
3: area.
6: So um,
1: I just figured this would be the spot to come. And Very cool. Yeah, what, what, is the, what, is, what are the demographics of Eastland like as far as like population, size of the town? What does that look like?
7: Yeah, so it's tiny. Okay. Um, <laughs> this town has got about 3,500 people in it. and then um, But in the county, which there's a lot of little towns you know, within 10 miles, yeah. um, there's about 18,000 people we can pull from in the area
1: okay all right so no, still a little
7: but yeah, so
1: we had a small area so like mm-hmm. pros and cons right to that so talk us through like uh your your physical brick and mortar space i think you guys you guys are in there now right looks like the yeah training kind of room stretching area recovery area if you will so talk to us about how you picked um this spot why you picked it uh kind of give us the we'll say a virtual kind of walkthrough of it
7: yeah, for sure. So do you want to do this? You, okay. <laughs> so um, it, it had a bigger area in the front and, you know, enough for, we've got machines, we've got, um, of course, cardio, cardio area, and this had a big enough, it's it's right at 3,000 square feet
3: Okay. Yeah. where we're in
7: right now. Yeah. Um, so we've got some big, you know, free weight area, we've got big machine area, and then we have a cardio area. Nice. Um, Of course, a town this size, that would be—it's hard to find um, a location like that. Um, We are actually—we we we have another building that's ours, and we're moving to that in a month.
1: Oh, beautiful! Okay, what's that? What's that space? Yeah, bigger. So it's a little
7: bit smaller. Okay. Which sounds, um, but it's a better use of space, if that makes sense. And it's a way—it's in much better condition, and we're doing some construction to make it uh, really pop and look really cool. We're getting turf. On nice. half of it, um, it's going to be really exciting.
1: That's great. Yeah, that's great. How close is that to your current uh, space right now?
7: Two blocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, two
7: blocks away. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah.
1: Everybody stays, which is good. I, I mean, yes. I moved one of my gyms seven times in like nine years. So, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely move close if you have to move. That's you know, uh, that's a yeah. part of it. Yeah. So that's very cool. Um, do you think? Let's, so let's go from there. Let's dive into like the model. What what's the service that you guys there provide at the spot?
7: So we've got, um, of course, we've got twenty four seven access with a key fob. Um, you know, of course, security on that, and then we have um, personal trainer and then some group training as well.
3: Okay. okay. Right now. Yeah, and then we'll be offering tanning. Okay. Yeah. Nice. okay.
1: So out of out of the and I know you guys are told me this but out of the the PT the gr- the group and this and the open gym right now what makes up the biggest portion of the business
7: so in the beginning it was training was more so um, yeah. he sunny got a couple of clients and then it just waterfalled within a month his schedule was full he's got a waiting list um, and so I mean which was amazing it was amazing to get in and be able to um, to grow like that, to get somebody coming in. And then we've now grown memberships to where it is making more but then um, training is okay. right now, which is great.
1: That's great, yeah. And right now, uh, how many people there are you guys serving from a membership standpoint?
7: You know, it goes up and down the – the beauty is it goes a little bit further up than it goes down um, every month. But um, right now, I think we're right about 175 when you include the people that are being trained okay. uh, personally and in the group
3: training.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, that's great, yeah. In a year, that's, that's pretty awesome in a tiny town, terrific. Um, where do you guys see like a capacity ceiling? What would you, what would you love to have uh, for membership? Are you happy where it is now? Would you love to get more? What does that look like for you guys from a goal perspective? Okay.
6: I think I'd like to be sitting at about five,
1: five
3: fifty.
1: Yeah, okay. Members of me. Yeah. For, yeah, I think that's awesome. And uh, ideally, so Sonny, you're you the only one training right now, the only trainer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got, and you guys are looking to maybe add another trainer down the road here. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously, obviously, the training I can charge a higher ticket price, so we can get the revenue, it can increase average revenue per member, all that good stuff. So what have you guys done over this first year? My, my favorite thing is like talking about uh, the marketing side of this stuff. So we're we'll talking about that. Yeah. Part now. What have you guys done over this last, this first year in business to get people in the door from a marketing strategy? So that,
7: when, when people wonder why I'm here, that's, <laughs> so marketing is my background.
1: There we go. My I used background. to
7: own a, a marketing firm and, cool. um, and so I will say that I, the last, Five months, I haven't been doing what I as much as I need to be doing, Um, but just a lot of moving and stuff. I've been kind of taken out. But Facebook has been amazing Um, in a a town this size. Obviously, we do have our Google listings and all that kind of stuff. And we do get a lot of people that are weirdly enough traveling through (laughs) and workers that do come in and you know they get three months at a time, stuff like that. Um, But as far as our solid members that that stay, um, Facebook's been amazing.
1: That's awesome. Are you doing like a digital, like paid digital advertising?
7: So we do, then we don't, we try to keep it fresh so where it's not just something all the time. Um, we have specials that go on. We, we try to, I try to post, I, I don't post as much as I should. The more I post, the more members we get. So I just want to shake myself sometimes that I don't, because I'll forget, you get busy, you forget to do what you need to do okay. as far as that goes. But um, yeah, we do paid as well.
1: Okay. So when do you get, and then I'm, Obviously, I'm sure you do organic marketing too, right? Some, maybe, mm-hmm. what does is, what is your organic out marketing look like? Talk to us about that.
0: You want to get them Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: always talk to them. That's <laughs> <laughs> So that's some stuff that you so, like
7: to do. It's like the events and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
6: definitely. Yeah, we've had um, we've had two bench competitions. So went, fun. Yeah, those <laughs> a are a lot of fun. fun yeah. A lot of fun. Um, or like
7: festivals and stuff. Yeah, the little yeah, town yeah. does a lot of that kind of stuff, so. Yeah.
6: So, yeah. when we do open on this next one, I'm going to do a um, that hanging competition for the bar spins we hang. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, are, those are a lot of
1: fun. So, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. And those events are good for like retention too. And like
3: mm-hmm.
1: the word community gets thrown around so much, but community engagement with our club, I think it keeps people, yes. it makes us like a destination location, right? Everybody loves it. Um, But do you do any like, wins like any? You know, organic outreach on Facebook or Instagram and you know it's a small town so I'm interested to hear like how that works in a smaller town.
7: Yes I mean we do organic, just you know the regular posting yeah. reaching out if someone has questions as far as like I don't know what I'm doing yeah I mean we will reach out that kind of thing um we have a ton of people I we really don't do as much as we need to <laughs> that's you know that's always the case we should be doing more um we get a ton of people that are reaching out to us, which is really kind of cool right. now, yeah. Um, without us doing much, so yeah. really, I need to That's awesome. set that yeah, more.
1: <laughs> is there anything like, oh, yeah. with that? Uh, with those? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sonny. Sorry, yeah, no, you're good. So, a lot of couple of the people I train will have
6: you know let people know where we're at, and, okay, yeah, you know, being we're only a year old, a lot of people still don't even know we're here, so that our
7: helps. members are yeah. amazing, our members help out a lot.
3: Yeah.
6: yeah, oh, yeah, members
7: so our are gym's great. pretty. Sorry.
3: Keep going. Go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead.
7: Go ahead. Our members are really. So, our gym is, it's kind of, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of, it's not the polished. Um, it's kind of like walking into gym. a gym 25
6: years ago. Uh, the like, best None of the weights are the same. <laughs> Arachies, <you know.
7: laughs> it's rough. We've got like, I mean, it, it works and people love, like, that's, we have kind of a hardcore atmosphere. We have loud music. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't have, you know if guys want to come in and they don't want to wear a shirt that's fine wow. um it's it's kind of more of a hardcore gym
1: for sure yeah and so oh, really guys yeah, yeah. I, I love that vibe sonny have you been to a uh, gold gym in Venice, california back in the day yeah i've been there yes
6: yeah it was nice it was good to be i wish that uh you know all the old guys were there but they I weren't know, so it was still okay. cool to see it's funny.
1: yeah i've been there i've been there quite a bit and you're always going to bump yeah. into like a at least back in the day you bump into a, like a professional bodybuilder like i saw gunter yeah. you know gunter schiller camp if you remember him oh was, yeah i remember him i think he's like the only guy to really beat ronnie coleman minus jay cutler but uh yeah seeing him work out was awesome very cool spot oh, awesome. that and would be so like, cool the Older equipment it's like the mismatched dumbbell situation oh yeah <laughs> i yeah that's my personal favorite as well so uh yeah and me coming from across the background we never had shirts on it was like wasn't was yeah but uh very cool yeah it's
7: funny we get calls and the people asking like what are your roles you know and I mean we do obviously we have roles you know for safety reasons but yeah. like what about clothing and like well as, as long as you're being respectful yeah. and not getting someone's face you're good to go you know
1: yeah of course thousand percent so uh yeah with the PT uh with your schedule being Book, Sonny. How did you go about filling up your book? Was it just like the word of mouth piece or people saw you training? Yeah. Yeah,
6: I got one and then I just went from there I just awesome. more and more and more. Now I just like I need somebody else because
3: right, the
6: right. they just keep coming.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
7: we do have yeah. one section that was really um, something I never had thought of before, but we have a lot of parents reaching out, wanting their kids trained. And yeah. so honestly, we could probably get a trainer in here just for kids out right. of the waiting list that we have for that. It's some it's a it's a part that I've never considered before, but like like the age from eleven to fifteen, it's yeah. huge right now. Sure. And I think their parents are just wanting to help them with sports and stuff, but it's just a factor that I never kinda can, can't really consider. Yeah, a lot
6: of these kids around here do all the sports. Like mm-hmm. they're doing sports throughout the whole year and baseball, yeah. football, it's yeah, soccer, all of it. So.
1: Yeah, huge in Texas for sure. And like yeah. a, being yeah. in a smaller town, do you think it'll be a challenge finding another trainer, another coach, um, or where where are you guys at in that process?
7: That so that's something. Obviously, we want somebody that um, you know to be a trainer, and that
1: you gotta have the passion for it. That's
7: yes. big, um,
6: and the knowledge. The
7: knowledge. You know. That's the so.
1: Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah, and it's I
6: think the only reason I know it because I did it for so long and I've done it since right. I was 19. So yeah. right from just working on a little bit to trying to do shows and just all of it and yeah. I'd like to find somebody like that, but like you said here it's gonna be
1: kind of hard. Oh, yeah. You gotta you gotta like clone yourself somehow, you know? You gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta need like a long lost brother or something like that. But uh you're right. yeah so, yeah we always are gonna have these challenges like, that are gonna pop up that we have to I guess maybe find a creative way to do it or ever like I know we talked about you have the class program any ever any like small group training have you guys thought of that or have you tried that like yeah one trainer to four people type of thing anything along those that, lines
7: so that's what he's currently doing so I do most of that
1: occasionally um, yeah. I do have clients that want to be yeah. solo and then I've got a few that I
6: train together I won't go higher than three but yeah I've got a couple of you three in
1: time. yeah I think it's great because uh one it's like a good way to downsell. like say PT can get pricey right like if you're the client so uh for them, it's a good way to downsell, and for us, we can make more in that hour as a trainer. And then yeah. some people like, some people don't like the one-on-one. It's like a little, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's all space yeah. it for an hour, right? In a small group, you know, I don't want to say- <laughs> yeah, you're not center attention all the time. <laughs> <laughs> takes a little stress off sometimes for some folks. So like, it's good I think to have kind of both options out there. Are, are you guys still doing the big class, or have you gone away from that for now?
7: We've gone away from it for now. Um, it would just wasn't consistent enough really i'm i think that if we do that again it'll be more of like a um a eight week program
6: yeah. or a six week program Yeah. yeah. Be, yeah. they just kind of they love sleep. it and
7: then it's like oh i'm tired of waking up at yeah. five in the morning you know i mean
1: of course, of course i yeah. think
7: that yeah like a boot camp maybe this summer we're thinking about possibly
1: yeah but and i've seen that's like definitely a great way to like get new people started like you said that six mm-hmm. weeks that like the find end program is, I mean, it works so well, you know. And then you can obviously yeah. finish program, then you can go into PT, obviously, or into just regular membership or the class keeps going, stay in the class type of thing. So yeah, I think yeah. those I think those are all great ideas, guys, uh, that you're thinking of there and to implement. Um, so now normally we talk about retention a lot because it's so important to keep members once we get it's so hard to get them when we got to keep them. Yeah. I know it's been a year and some change. Um, just what are some ways that you just keep members engaged? I know we talked about the, the like the bench press competition and events like that. Mm-hmm. Any other ways, Lindsay or Sunday, you guys can like communicate with members when they're not with you in the gym, like, you know, the other 23 hours of the day, if you will.
7: We do have um, a texting deal where we'll send them out different, like things that are going on. Yeah. Um, but we could always, I mean, that's something we need to be. If I see at. somebody
6: in here kind of, you know, just kind of not know or just kind of talk to them and see how
1: they're doing, and yeah. you know, ask
6: for fitness tips and for sure. kind of talk to them and chat and make sure everything's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that have any questions. Yeah, that stuff goes a long way. You know, it's like that it makes that relationship yes. building is everything. Like you know, we're in the fitness business, obviously, but also that relationship business, uh, coaching business, community building, all that stuff. I think is vital to. And like you said, Lindsay, with the text piece, you know, now we can use technology so easily. Mm-hmm. Business. I think we're also like a marketing agency and a technology company too. Are there ways you guys are using? That's crazy. It's becoming more than just (laughs) becoming more than just bench and squatting. It's becoming so much, right? Like uh, which is good. Are there any ways you guys are using technology um to your advantage within the within your business? Um,
7: like as far as give an
3: example
1: what you mean by that. Sure, well, yeah. So we talked about the social media part, we're using that, which is great, (laughs) and then the texting part, but um, there's so many platforms now with like uh, programming for client tracking or other ways to communicate with clients or do you have like a, I'm sure you have like a CRM, like a customer uh, CRM software. We do that,
7: have that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're
7: not, I mean, we could be doing a little bit better.
3: client
1: At CRM part, like um, I know, cause you're doing the marketing piece, right? So um, to be able to track those, to like nurture those leads that we're kind of getting. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, using a CRM or like even some people like to write it down on paper, whatever, you know, or in your phone, whatever it is. But it's like uh, that system of keeping track of those people because they get lost in yeah. the reason, obviously, you know. I made that mistake 10,000 times, you know, like it's crazy. So uh, very cool. So like other, uh, what is, what is, I'm sure you've had members who've been with you since day one, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Have
1: yeah. you seen any reason why people leave if, if they have left? Have you seen any reason why that happens or any ways you guys... Try to mitigate that and keep it to like the smallest level possible?
7: Yeah. So, our biggest turnover it would be the workers that come in and they're here for yeah. three months and then they're gone. But right. then, other than that, um, you know, there's a couple that, I've, you know, they've had different, like, have to have surgery and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then they go out. I
3: can't really. I probably could do a
6: better job when I do get a call for a cancellation or a text and kind of figure out why.
3: Yeah.
6: Um. A lot of them say, you know, oh, I have an operation coming up, or I'm going to head out of town for a month
1: or two, or you know. Yeah. So. I get that. Um, too, the ones too, that actually. don't say, yeah. yeah. The That's ones funny. that don't say, I should probably ask. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I get a lot of like, there's these emergencies happen right before, uh, you know, a call or, or a, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. crazy it's uh almost bad luck yeah like tuesday (laughs) happens man it's crazy yes
3: it's
1: it's just how it goes man it's so funny but uh yeah like we're going people are gonna yeah move or you know things happen obviously you know for sure
7: um you know people get on fire about working out and then sometimes they burn out too i mean i've you know and then you see them and you can tell you know they haven't worked out in four or five six months and i mean i've been there and so, there is one thing that we're kind of um, considering doing, and it's something that we're gonna definitely do something in, in the aspect of it when we get to the other gym, is have an app where we have weekly um, workouts with like machine number one, this many reps, machine number, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But we haven't um, finalized exactly which one we're gonna go with as far as that goes. Yeah, And I think that, that will help, because some people get in and they're like, I don't even know what I'm gonna do yeah, today. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you
7: yeah,
3: know,
1: and it, yeah. with that open gym model right like people come in and and what is it a lot of newer people to working out or what is like the uh kind of we'll say avatar member you have like the average member what does that look like they're so mixed okay um it's
3: 50 50
6: i'd say with yeah. knowledge and
1: then okay so, yeah, yeah, so you come come in, out, yeah, they don't really know so providing I
7: know that there's that app that the idea for that was as far as I was concerned, was we do have, like, or I've talked to different women, and they're like, we don't, you know, I've never been to a gym. I don't even know yeah. where to start, but right. I can't really afford a personal trainer right now.
3: Right.
7: And, you know, when they call and say that, I say, well, I'll walk you through and show you different machines. And, I mean, yeah. we try to reach out and try to help where we can.
3: Right.
7: Right. Um, or do one training session, and we'll try to go, you know, take you through the whole So <laughs> yeah. yeah. remember. But, you know, that can be overwhelming. And so I think that that will really help. Yeah. Uh, make it a little bit less intimidating for someone that doesn't you know isn't familiar with a gym that wants to
3: get in shape
1: yeah for sure and, and most people aren't like like we can all walk into a gym and feel fine like we, we know what to do right mm-hmm. but like 99% of the world probably has no idea so like yeah yeah how do you get people started normally say I joined today what does that process look like
7: so we show them um I kind of do a walkthrough on okay. the different the different equipment now if it's someone we just say, you know, the machines show you what, you know, if you have, if you have any questions, let us know. We kind of walk you through it. Right. And we just kind of show the whole facility, show the restrooms, I mean, just everything. And then give them their key fob, show them how that, you know, works to get in and out. And then right. that's about it. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, yeah,
3: here.
7: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: if have you guys ever thought of like, um, I'm always thinking of ways for a gym model like ours, right? Where we can basically make more money, right? for lack, For lack of better words. But yeah. like the person you said, Lindsay, with um, they come in, they don't really know what to do, work out, you know, they feel lost, like providing programming for them at an additional cost a month, you know, a hundred bucks a month. Yeah, or- so
7: that's kind of where that, yeah. that's going. We're just trying to figure out exactly how to,
1: yeah. how to package
7: that. For sure, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, I have a friend who owns a gym in my hometown and same idea, uh, you know, big box gym, we'll call it you know, bodybuilding equipment. And I'm like, man, you're missing so many great things you could add, you know, and uh, just kind of how it is. So like, yeah, it's cool you guys are doing. That. I think that's an awesome piece, uh, and again, a service to people there, and I think it's gonna keep them coming back, longer, yeah. longer, you know. So, yeah. so um, I know we talked about it. we do tanning too, obviously personal training. What does the tanning part of the business look like? Is it how much does it cost? How do you guys set it up? How many people, yeah. Are,
7: so we don't have tanning in this building, it, it wasn't definitely. ready, it wasn't, yeah. Okay. So when we get to the new one, we're gonna have four beds, nice, um, and then spray tanning too, yeah.
1: And sweet.
7: so, um, right now the contractor is actually building out the rooms,
1: beautiful. So that's a nice yeah. revenue, yeah.
7: We're excited about it, yeah,
1: yeah. It was, yeah.
7: yeah we've kind of got an idea, but it's not finalized,
3: yeah. yeah not of fair. course, members are gonna
7: get um a deal on it but then as far as pricing for people who don't who aren't members that's available too okay um so
1: yeah i think that's awesome i think it's a great great addition as many services we can add i think is you know ideal you know so like moving when are you guys moving to the new place again
7: um we'll be there by june 1st (laughs) all right
1: so a couple weeks pretty soon i mean we're Mm -hmm. almost there yeah go de Mayo today, yeah. so So, so what is your? So you're moving to a new place, which is awesome. What is your biggest goal here, guys, for the next twelve months? So June first, twenty twenty two to June first, twenty twenty three. What's something you really like to achieve? Um, you know,
6: add probably seventy five to more members. Yeah, I was about and, to say add that. Have a new trainer in.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Nice. And just yeah. keep on working on the gym and getting new equipment and making it better.
7: Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to continuously, you know, you make sure your medicine balls are good, your kettlebells get more. We want to grow our dumbbell.
6: Yeah.
7: And so, yeah, there's got always couple, improving. I've
6: a couple guys that are pretty strong in here. So, yeah, they're like, it's hard have, to find fit 60 to 150. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. And on the side dumbbells,
1: you can't. You need those 150s, yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah. You need those 200s, man. I have this picture yeah, of uh, those 200s, yeah. <laughs> I have this picture of my garage. Like I have a like a little garage gym set up and uh Ronnie Coleman in there has 200 pound dumbbells on his lap. It's like it's I can oh, yeah. I can maybe like uh, I, I don't know. I met him
6: back in oh oh man seven or six. I can't remember. My buddy has a, a gym out in Ocala, Florida. Yeah, yeah. And um he, yeah. he had him come out and do a um, like a speech and Ooh. I seen him walk into the parking and I was like, in good normal. God. I was 250 pounds and felt like I didn't even work
3: out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great it's have you seen that there's this cool picture of him you can probably google it but he's on a beach i don't know where he is texas florida but uh it's him he's enormous this is probably 2003 when he was like you know the top of the game oh yeah he's standing next to just a regular guy like you know five ten, regular dude doesn't doesn't work out it's insane it's like two I can't imagine. <laughs> wow. well that's how i felt standing next to yeah. him <laughs> crazy i've never seen i've seen ronnie in person but it was like later on but yeah like kai green kind of same idea these guys are just enormous yeah but uh yeah it's really cool it's really cool so um yeah i think 100 members would be great where did you guys put that money with the 100 members coming in would you use that for the equipment like you're talking oh,
3: yeah.
7: about? We, we want to upgrade our equipment. Okay. Um, okay. That's like the biggest, but in the next five years, we have a lot that we want to do. We want to keep the roughness, the cool, like the the vibe, the hardcore vibe, but right. we definitely want some, I mean, we need, we want a stair stepper. Okay. We've got a list of stuff yeah, sure. for when we grow, we're going to get this. We're going to do this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
7: half of the new gym is going to be set up for, more CrossFit area, and we don't have that in the, where we're at right now. Yeah, and so that's really exciting to me.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's like a little functional training spot, right? So people wanna go do it. Mm-hmm. As Obviously it's popular, yeah, so it's a great thing to do. Yeah, and a great thing. Um, yeah, other equipment things that you guys would like to get that you think the clients um, will like. Is it like the hammer strength, arsenal strength side of things, or is it more the they, cardio? I tell
3: you
7: what. I <laughs> want some more cardio? Can't...
6: They want a stepper so bad. Yeah,
7: yeah. that's a, that is the next purchase. Yeah.
3: The,
1: like the please, step stepper. Yeah. yeah. And
7: they're not. you yeah, yeah, get 2 it'd be great. Yeah, yeah they're,
1: they're not cheap. They are not cheap. That's. No. For sure. uh, where have you guys sourced your equipment up to this point? Where have you Where have you purchased it?
7: Everywhere.
1: Oh. So I got lucky enough. Yeah.
7: When
1: When we were looking for equipment,
6: yeah, there was a guy out in uh, East Houston or no East Dallas. Okay. That. Just had a gym for his employees and cut company. Yeah, big company. got tired of the equipment and just oh. I got lucky enough to find it. Yeah, a lot
7: of that.
6: yeah, 13,
1: 14 pieces. So yeah, it worked out well. What's that? Facebook you saw yeah. it on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, Facebook, yep. yeah. You can find some, you know, for a while there the prices got crazy, but you can find some good deals. Gyms that are closing, like you said, or like or just the mm-hmm. yeah, company doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I've I've done the same so. I think it's a good way to source, it, especially when we're starting. I don't think there's a big need to yeah. Go.
7: Yeah.
1: top of the line like Arsenal. I'd love to, but like it's you know. Oh yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. And two hundred
7: thousand dollars on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> want a million, million of capital to do that. It would be, it would be terrific. Mm-hmm. You know? Down the road. That's where yeah. we're, going to get, we're going to get there down the road. So we got to, we got to grow with revenue. Right. So yeah. I and guess that's, that's
7: something that like in this area, you know, we were <laughs> we had this huge vision of what we wanted. Um, right. eventually, like we were talking, Oh, we want to have an indoor pool. We want to have all this stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we do yeah. need to realize we're in a town, we're in an area with 18,000 people to totally. pull from Yeah.
6: and we'll support that.
7: Well, will support. Yeah. And so, you know, um, and that's really like when we're like, okay, we're gonna downsize a little bit of space, it's gonna be more functional and work better for the clients that we have and the clients that we want to get. And so
1: yeah. we so And that's so that's kind of like the overall end we'll say end goal vision, right? For the business. Yeah. Love and it. the cool
7: thing too is where we're going, and we haven't even discussed this yet. <laughs> but um, we have a really good outdoor space. Oh
3: no. Nice. And
7: so um That was one thing that we've talked about is wanting to, you know, have kind of an outdoor space and there's a good like side patio type area.
6: Awesome.
1: We could throw a bench and
7: a yeah. It would be really neat to have have some outdoor space.
1: Love that. Yeah. People love that you know, nothing better than that. Get that gold gym vibe and from Venice right there, same (laughs) thing.
7: It's
1: I'm sure it gets hot there in the summers, right though, where you guys are maybe 110 yeah i've been to austin in july so yeah i know it's pretty dang hot yeah there
7: you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> it's a little less humid here yeah.
1: yeah it is for sure for sure but definitely uh yeah definitely hot so but uh, yeah i personally love that so that's great um yeah so guys I, I love what you guys are doing um small town vibe which is great you know growing to 500 members which is the goal which i think is definitely doable mm-hmm. for sure. are there any other gyms in your town or any any other kind of there is yeah so
7: 10 miles away um in cisco there's a there's a gym. And then, um, in the town that we live in, the hospital has a gym they call it the wellness center.
3: Yeah.
7: And it's more cardio right. and it's not open 24 seven. Okay. And it's kind of a different clientele. They've got kind of softer music. Um, and we have even like there, there was every once in a while, there'll be someone that comes in and checks us out and you can kind of look up, see the look on their face. And this isn't really what they were <laughs> looking for. You know, there is, there is, you might want to go check out The Well Listener, you know, I mean, it's just two different types of clientele, so I think it works real well together.
1: Yes. Yeah, for sure, I agree, same like, town. You, guys offer, you guys offer something unique, and, like, yeah. know, we, talk demographic, we talk about demographics a lot, but now there's this thing called, like, psychographics, which is, like, yeah, <laughs> you have, like, a similar mindset, you know, we see it all across the country, right, people have a similar mindset uh, drawn to one place or another, you know, so, like, mm-hmm. yeah kind of what you're definitely alluding to and there's so. gonna be
7: grunting in here there's gonna be <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it just happened I it. so
1: i love it. you know I love it. And, uh, yeah i think we can definitely find 500 folks there to, to do that for sure so yes. guys i think uh this was great i appreciate you spending some time with me today and, and talking thank about you it. so
7: much this is really cool
1: you got it yeah and where can the listeners check you guys out you know, your website your social media where can we find you and see what's going on
7: the Eastland Spot is so right now we just have Facebook. We're working on a website, but it's not launched yet. Um, it's Facebook forward slash Eastland Spot. Yep, there we go.
1: Beautiful.
3: Awesome. A second.
1: Yeah, I was on your Facebook page earlier. What's was the Facebook page again?
3: I believe it's Eastland
7: Spot or Facebook. Here, let me pull it up before I tell you the wrong thing.
1: I have it too. I had it too. It was on my phone. Yeah.
3: I think it was the eastland spot, right? Uh, the spot eastland.
1: Spot
7: Sorry, eastland. there you go. The spot eastland. That's something I should know off the top of my head, but <laughs> right.
1: now we got it. Now we got it. That's why we're here. love it. <laughs> Lindsay, Sonny, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for spending some time with yes, me. Thank you. thank you. You got it. Uh, listeners, we appreciate you guys too. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, gym
0: lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com.